Welcome to Everything You Remember Sucks. I am one of your co-hosts, Anoop. I'm Colleen. And I'm the last co-host, Matt. And wow, do I'm mad at Anoop for this yeah. pick. Well, yeah. you know, I think we should be, technically this is your fault. I think this was the most joyless hour and 47 minutes I've ever seen I, on screen there was in one, my life. There was one joke that I actually, I didn't even out loud laugh. Are I just sh- nose laughed. Are you sure it was in this movie? Yeah. Because I remember pointing it out specifically being like, I think that's the only time I've actually laughed because it was a sort of funny joke and not because it's a terrible movie. And what was the joke? I don't remember now. Yep. I didn't take notes, like I said before. And that movie was... Jungle to Jungle, the sequel to, of course, Jungle One Jungle. <laughs> uh, classic film. No, no movie studio would let you get away with that title these days, because they're like, no, we're saving that for the sequel. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you do? So I think the sequel's got to be either Jungle 3 Jungle, which wouldn't make any <laughs> sense, but that is good. Or Jungle to Jungle 2, T-O-O, 2. I think jungle to jungle squared, or squared. but the problem Was is then then you get jungle squared for jungle square. <laughs> well, move. this was a trilogy, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this uh, the formal title is jungle to jungle colon an unexpected journey. <laughs> the first one was jungle one jungle, and the third one the was expected jungle three journey. jungle. <laughs> <laughs> jungle three jungle the desolation of Smaug. <laughs> <laughs> I made three of those movies. <laughs> so, Jungle to Jungle, uh, something that you pointed out to me, Matt, that I could not believe is this is based on a French film. Yes. <laughs> yep. Technically cultured, in a way. <laughs> in a way. It's, uh, what is it? Un Indien dans la ville. Little Indian Big City is the rough translation of that. So they just uh, toned down the racism a little bit. And I don't. Made- did they? It was it was not as racist to indigenous people as I thought it would be. It is racist to indigenous people. That goes yeah. without saying. Yeah, yeah but it, it, it's more racist to Russians than I thought it would be. As we'll get into, <laughs> it was shockingly racist to Russians. Less racist to I think what they took a some fucking of the turn Indians. Yeah. This plot takes. Um, yeah. Okay, I just want to start off by reading the about the movie blurb from iTunes because we rented this. We paid again. We paid money for this. We need to learn to budget our money better, I think. But so this is the iTunes blurb because I I just had started reading it before we we pressed play and I had to stop to read it. This is how it starts. America's favorite entertainer, Tim Allen, is at it again as commodities broker Michael Cromwell, king of the Wall Street jungle. I'm sorry, America's favorite entertainer? Even in 1997, that's a stretch. Still is to this day. Home Improvement was on. I don't know if the Santa Claus had come out yet, but God, he was flying high. All right. With money, power, and an engagement to a beautiful fashion designer, he has it all. But when Michael travels to the Amazon to finalize the divorce from his wife, a jungle doctor. I like how they say a jungle doctor. I've actually just this year met a jungle doctor. (laughs) Did they refer to themselves as a jungle doctor? No, it's not their official title, but they they essentially have done what she's done. (laughs) Like, they just go to villages and they're the doctor there for an extended period of time. Uh, admittedly, not 
what is it, 13 years? That yeah. doesn't happen very frequently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, from his first wife, a jungle doctor, she reveals that he also has a blow dart shooting, giant spider carrying 13-year-old son, Mimi Siku. Cultures clash when Mimi is entrusted by his tribal chief to bring back fire from the Statue of Liberty. Back home in New York, Michael must somehow convince Mimi that pets are not for eating, and it's not nice to chase people with your killer spider. But when Michael's partner, Martin Short, crosses a Russian mob boss in a coffee bean deal, Mimi and Michael must use all their jungle skills in a hysterical father-son rescue. Wait, they actually spoil the movie in the book. Oh, no, that's the whole movie. That's literally the entire... I think the episode's done. All right, it's been a good week. We'll see you next week. Yeah, I mean, it's pithy and you know the movie is quick yeah yeah in terms of getting to where it needs to go initially but then spends so long it's just such a it's such a long movie i've looked i looked at the timer so many times (laughs) it's like (laughs) they get out of the amazon in like 15 seconds so they they are to the jungle in four minutes Yep. Four minutes. Yeah, I, okay. I made sure to check because I was like, wow, this is fast. They, right. They're there by four minutes. I he think you need f- to specify which jungle, Newt, because it is right. jungle to Okay, so the jungle. actual jungle <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> some metaphorical jungle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, so they're there really quickly, really quickly. Uh, they establish how out of place Tim Allen is really quickly. Uh, piranhas attack uh, a napkin for that's... some reason. I, I don't think that's how piranhas work. And it really fucks with the rest of this movie because there are a lot of scenes where people fall into water and yeah. they should have been devoured by piranhas. But it, at the same time, it probably has the most piranha jokes per any movie ever. Yeah. It, it yeah. really reaches hard and Tim Allen puts his hand into the water and a piranha comes out. <gasps> Yeah. Ace Ventura. We gotta add that to the list. Piranha Detective. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I Well, I was trying to think of another movie that might have had one, and I was like, Ace Ventura. Might have had one? Yeah. Like, yeah. logically. That's the only other movie I could think of that would ever have a piranha joke in it. Ever. Oh, no. Finding Nemo. The Girl with the Braces. There are movies with the title Piranhas. Yeah. Which I imagine have quite a few piranhas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Tim Allen's actually. But maybe not a lot of jokes. Maybe they're serious about piranhas. They're you know? dramas. <laughs> they're I can't think of a way to combine the word dramas and piranhas, but they rhyme, so there you go. Perfect. Drama. Nailed the joke. Dramana. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on it post. Uh edit in the perfect title mashup here. And <laughs> clap. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, so we get to the jungle, uh and We've already established Tim Allen as Michael. I'm going to call him Tim Allen for the rest of the movie. Yeah. We meet his ex-wife, Patricia. She's taking care of pigs, which is not something that pig doc- or jungle doctors <laughs> do. They're not also veterinarians, but I guess <laughs> you fundamentally... I, I, pro- I probably could deliver a pig baby if I'm a regular doctor, right? Like, yeah. That, I guess I that hope. makes sense. He gets Tim Allen gets exorbitantly mad that his boatman leaves and i'm like how the fuck did you think a trip to the jungle would take a short period of time like he's like i just was gonna get here and have my paperwork signed off and leave i'm like you traveled across to south america to get paperwork signed it's gonna take more than just a day i don't understand 
Like, what's the time crunch? Yeah, do you have to? Well, it's because he's getting married. But also, he mentioned that he's not getting married for a few months. Also, do you have to sign divorce papers in person? Yeah, couldn't he just send the papers? Yeah. Yeah. She she just needs a notary. But maybe she refused because this is the appropriate way to tell someone you have a son. Yeah, force him to come all the way. Extort him to come. Across the world. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's... uh, just there's a lot to unpack there's a lot to unpack with patricia patricia okay, so everybody in this movie is pretty much a monster except maybe mimi siku he yeah. seems okay but mm. patricia's a terrible person the only other person i got good vibes from was martin short's wife martin short's wife yeah she was okay she was okay she's she was like almost a good mom yeah she was down to earth yeah yeah martin short's terrible yeah yeah uh, anyways or in the jungle, he meets up with his wife. He's wigged out by literally everything. She points at the one white kid there, and she's like, "Yeah, this is your son." I'm like, "Oh, I guess we could have figured that one." Out. <laughs> There's three total white people there. <laughs> two of them are adults, so you know, two points make a line. <laughs> we can figure <laughs> out who the third one might be. Are we not going to talk about how he somehow has an internet connection? In 1997, in the Amazon rainforest, enough. Yeah, to... I guess they just have a plastic box, and they're like, "Yeah, this is the phone, and it <laughs> does things, and and it sets up like, I guess what is kind of the central conflict of this story. Oddly enough, is this coffee bean trade. Yeah, True. instead of the movie centering around him really becoming a good father, it instead turns into trying to con the Russian mob. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting choice. I also was very surprised about the internet thing because having gone to simply just places in a, a, a normal, not third world country in America, just just trying to get somewhere in the mountains to get service, and I have none, and I'm like, this it's 22 years ago, yeah, but you're and not, he suddenly has internet service on this remote island where they probably don't have any power. You're not the hottest commodity trader New York's got to offer who just bought five yeah. tons of coffee beans. As Come we on. know, Colleen is only the second hottest commodity right. trader New York has to yeah. offer. If and that's have... why she left. She couldn't handle the game. Yeah. So she yeah. had to get out of kitchen. Hell's kitchen, that is. I thought I told you not to talk about my past on the show, Anoop. Well, it was bound to come up eventually. It was bound to come up in this movie about your past. <laughs> this is actually a true story about Colleen's life. Tim Allen is playing Colleen. Yeah. So there's a few, you know, dramatizations about right. it progressive gender swap right right i mean i'm only in my late 20s but yes i do have a 13 year old son yeah well you know you were busy um what can I say? <laughs> uh a 13 year old a- son that i birthed myself but also have no recollection of birthing so okay I that was know. that was one good joke uh which is you would have to be around to have a kid where Char- charlotte at some point in time is pissed off that he has a kid that he doesn't know about yeah and she's yeah. like i don't have any kids that i don't know about and he's like well you can't not have a kid that you don't know <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was relatively funny That's there's a few, i have a few quips down here that i'm like okay they, they were yeah. at least somewhat trying what wasn't great was the uh bachelor tent which was just like a few minutes of fart jokes and i was like so this is what we're using fart are... jokes it was just a fart it's like someone found a foley tape of farts and was like yeah not not fart jokes just farts it's yeah. just yeah. like look at these brown people they also fart because they eat lizard guts i mean it's it's troubling to say the <laughs> least yeah the phrase indian is used a lot 
yep. very casually. Uh, fine. I get, uh, fine. Whatever. I'm not going to fight that one. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not going to fight it. I mean, it was 97. Did we expect more? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think this is where we get to the next day where Patricia's plan is for him to, like, really bond with his son. Patricia's a fucking mo- Like, what was her plan? She... How are they supposed to bond? He doesn't even know this kid. She raised this kid as, like, a weird hybrid of indigenous person and Americanized. I don't get that. If you're, like, a jungle doctor, you don't... You wouldn't raise your kid as, like, a native tribes person. Right. You wouldn't just abandon everything. Like, surely you would just teach him about society. Right. And you wouldn't just raise him entirely there. Like, you've never left the village. Nope. You've taught... You've been the only source of English. You've never taught him about any sort... None of your Western sensibilities have bled over to him. Right. Because she acts pretty American. Yeah. Yeah. She absolutely does. And that's the thing. It's like, it's one thing if you, like, you grow up in a really racist town. You know, I'm not talking from personal experience here, but you grow up in a really racist town or something, and then that's all you know. But it's like... This yeah, this woman stone cold racist. This woman grew up yeah. in civilization and then just didn't tell her son about it at all. It's like, don't you want him to be cultured in any sort of way? Isn't even kind enough to tell him the Statue of Liberty is not on fire at all times. Right? Right. What a shitty thing to do. The Statue of Liberty's not on fire. I, what what why? It's it's not even like little things. It's like big things about life. He just yep. doesn't know. Also, he Fakes not knowing English. It's a good bit. A yeah, good bit. that sure. I mean, if you have the opportunity to fuck with Tim Allen, you take it. But do you think that he thought of that on his own, or do you think his mom was like, "Yeah, fuck with him"? Probably that one. I don't know. Yeah, she's kind of like she doesn't get explored very much, but I bet she's an awful person. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, like, I don't need any convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go on a boat journey together. Apparently, he knows how to canoe. I guess yeah. he could just figure that one out. That sure. one, I, that one, I could give him. He falls into the river and is uh, not instantly consumed by piranhas. Which, yep. what the fuck? I thought yeah. that was uh, threatened by a crocodile or an alligator. Doesn't eat him, but would have been a better movie if it had. Yeah. Uh, yeah wait, there's like a whole buildup about the spider because the spi- the pet spider plays a big role throughout the mo- movie. Arguably, the third main character, right? I'm putting the pet spider above Martin Short. Yeah, <laughs> but this pet spider terrorizes Tim Allen, and Mimi Siku is like, "Oh, don't worry, this thing isn't bad." But the crocodile in the river that's like six inches for you will totally fuck you up. Really, you're just gonna let your dad just get that close to a crocodile? Also, the yeah. crocodile would have totally killed him. Yeah, but Tim Allen's got the moves. He he sprints out of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Sure. I mean, it's just a dramatic sure. timing crocodile. It's not yeah. a real, it's not there for anything other than to be like, look at how out of place Tim Allen is. America's favorite entertainer, Tim got Allen. Him, got him almost eating lizard guts and getting yeah. eaten by crocodiles. Yeah, that's, a, that. the lizard guts is a particular, like, it's a very uh, Indiana Jones monkey brain thing where it's just like, look at how weird these people are. They yeah. eat lizard guts. They eat this weird brown paste. I'm like, that looks like most curry. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's probably fine. It probably, it probably is fine. No, yeah, it's not. It's horrible. It upsets his New York sensibilities. They're savages. Yeah, savages. Bad savages. savages. So, uh, 
They throw a big party. Mimisiko becomes a man in the si- uh, in the eyes of the tribe. And and uh, Tim Allen has made a promise to take him to New York once he becomes a man. And Patricia's like, well, you promised him, so now you have to take him. This is what, like, fucking, what the hell, Patricia? Like, you couldn't have backed me up on this one? Like, I get that it's supposed to show that, like, Tim Allen doesn't really care and he wants to abandon his kid. But, like, even if he did really care, suddenly saying you have to take this 13-year-old kid home with you is a lot for anybody. Even a good person would be like, oh, well, maybe we should plan and I should have some way mm-hmm. of taking care of a 13-year-old kid. It's not like he can fend for himself in New York City. Yeah, Tim- uh, Apparently he can, but, you know, like, we don't know I that yet. I have to arrange a babysitter. I have to get to know the kid. I kid. have no, I have no, what's the word i'm looking for like list of babysitters to call because i have never had a child before so i've got nowhere to even start with that none of his friends have kids like except for i guess martin short but yeah, like, that turns out great clearly yeah. that i would not trust him with my child so tim allen is actually in the right like most of this movie he's like somehow an amazing parent is right where he's like you're not a man at 13 years old you can't just like ship yeah. off and like live in new york on your own it's like he is the one being realistic and responsible and he also very astutely says like i am not a good person yeah like he says it to charlotte he's like we could just go back to being self-obsessed once this kid's got like he knows who he is right he knows he's not a good man and we all know that he's tim allen but he is very like aware of his character and he's like no i'm I, that's not the life i live that's not the person i am and everybody else is like well you're shitty for that and he's like i'm not disagreeing with you but that's who i am yeah he's just like i like my money i like my car sounds like matt what nah, i mean matt uh, doesn't make as much random grunting noises as Tim yeah. Allen does. true true <laughs> yeah I do call myself man who is extremely well endowed all the time. And but then that get was pointed, also relatively funny. And then get pointed to another person in the room and then <laughs> just be like, oh, yeah, that one's that one stung. Yeah, that's a daily occurrence in our house. <laughs> Wait, where, why is there always a third well endowed person in your house? Don't ask questions, Anoop. <laughs> yeah, well, weird insight to that cuckold relationship. But anyways... <laughs> there's a particular scene where she's like berating him for making a promise to his son and she's like tomorrow doesn't mean anything to these people i'm like what the fuck does that that of course tomorrow is a thing tomorrow is a thing no matter where you are it's the time after the sun goes down and then comes back up like how can tomorrow not mean anything to him or like eventually doesn't mean anything to him like this is what i'm saying where it's like did you not familiarize your child with the concept of time yeah, I mean, yeah. they have agriculture, like, they have pigs and stuff. It's like, there's yeah. clearly a concept of waiting for things. Yeah, eventually doesn't mean anything, except for the fact that he's already well aware that eventually he will become a man, and there will be a ceremony for him to become a man. And you're like, so clearly he understands this concept. Yeah, and it's like, well, now he's a man, so you have to take him. I'm like, okay, Patricia, but you fucking know he's not a man, right? Because you're from America, Patricia. Yeah, clearly you're the most irresponsible woman ever, Patricia. Fucking, how'd you get a medical degree, Patricia? Fucking, what happened? Maybe that's why Tim Allen left. Maybe that's why she can't be a doctor in the States. Maybe there's a whole other subplot right. here where she lost her medical license in America, so now she goes out to the jungle to practice her weird quack science. <laughs> and she legitimately thought that pig was a person. <laughs> 
Yeah, she, she doesn't know. It. She doesn't know. All the peyote and stuff she smoked being yeah being gone for so long. Oh yeah, she, there's de- she's definitely making some new mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> new types. <laughs> oh, did we leave the rainforest yet? No. Now, no, no. now we get to the airport. Yeah, they fly to America. There's a lot for many reasons. This movie is pre nine eleven. Because there's a lot of shots of the Twin Towers in this movie. But <laughs> more important to that, uh, there's a shirtless kid on a plane and yep. nobody's bothered by that. Like 90% of the movie takes place at a gate of an airport. So yeah, that wouldn't right. happen anymore. At a gate of an airport where a kid has a blowgun and a bow and arrow with him. Yeah, the bow time. and arrow. And, and sorry, are we just forgetting about his pet fucking spider? Yeah, oh, yeah, and a spider. How do you get a spider through customs? You can't just put a spider in a bowl and be like, that's my spider. Right. They look at <laughs> how you're dressed. This spider. The spider has a little vest on. <laughs> be adorable. Yeah. They don't talk about that. That's an emotional support spider. <laughs> Miyu Siku has crippling anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, from being away from his dad for so long. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they get to New York. They get to New York. uh, They go to work really quickly. And his boss yells at him. So they scare him with a spider. Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't scare him with a spider. They just freak out Tim Allen (laughs) a little bit. Uh, They introduce Charlotte, who is fundamentally like a driving force for the plot, whom they don't introduce to like literally this moment in the film. And he's literally the worst. Or she. Charlotte is literally the worst. Yeah. In a movie full of terrible people, she's the most terrible person. She's a fashion designer who's getting a documentary made? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I guess so. It's very... It it feels like a joke about the Kardashians in a weird way. Yeah. Obviously, it can't be, but it feels like a joke about that. It's like weirdly prescient in a way. Yeah. Where this, this... in a modern movie, that makes complete sense. Right, exactly. At the time, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I feel like the Kardashians, the older Kardashians, watched this movie and they were like, let's do this thing. Yeah, I think we can pull this off, right? <laughs> uh, but Charlotte's a fucking monster. And she, I, I, I would not say this about many people, but she's not good enough for Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a low bar. Yeah, it doesn't take much to clear that. It's like... A, a a dowel laying on the ground and she somehow manages to slither under it <laughs> yeah she's she's kind of a monster so she's having an important dinner that night and she invites mimi siku to it which is a terrible fucking idea like, yeah just i don't just give him some time to enculturate and fucking tim allen loves using like turns of phrase with the kid i'm like okay so clearly his grasp of english is not good enough for you for him to understand wordplay like you can't joke around with this kid okay he thinks a cat is food like maybe take some time to enculture him to make him understand how the world works yeah they go so zero to 60 with this kid they're like you know what we'll go straight to a a wall street office we're not even gonna stop at a fucking gap and get you some clothes so that you look like a normal human being that lives in new york city we're just gonna take you straight from the airport to my work where I have an important meeting and my boss is going to yell at me. But like, sure, the kid that I literally haven't announced that I have, I'm just going to bring him to fucking work. And then we're going to bring him to meet my fiance. And then we're going to bring him to this dinner where he's supposed to be hit. Like, there are manners that you have to have at a fucking dinner party. Like, what? What? 
Why? I have no idea. Tim Allen is a bad person and everyone else is somehow worse than him. Yeah. Suffer Mimisiku. There is an amazing line that I, I took a note on when they're at the, the fashion studio or whatever the hell it is. Because Mimisiku climbs out on the building because there was an establishing shot in the movie that he likes to climb. So they're going to make him climb a lot. He climbs out the window and Tim Allen is the brave dad that goes to get him. And he says something along the lines of like, I don't have any regrets. I could do this. And then he says immediately, well, I have regrets. And I think that's pretty funny. And probably pretty <laughs> honest for Tim Allen. Yeah. Because he's in this movie in that moment. <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually just him. He's yeah. like, oh, I chose to make this movie. And that's actually my regret. Right. It was, it was just him. Uh, what's the word? When you make stuff up. Improving. Yeah. We yeah. Got that. We get that. We get that. Right there. On, can you hear it? Wait, do it again. I could hear it. That sounded pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it on the... Just gave a bunch of ASMR people yeah. some boners. Gross. Well, anyways, uh, yeah, Mimi Siku gets thrown into this dinner party. It goes poorly. There's another terrible person there. She throws up when he eats cat food. Yeah, what the hell is that? It's like, okay, he doesn't eat the cat. That would have been pretty fucking brutal. If yeah. That would have been great. In, that would have been a way better movie. Just if, like covered in He just in walked blood. over, pet the cat, and then snapped its neck. <laughs> it's like fucking Shape of Water. <laughs> eats no, the cat. Yeah, exactly. But no, this kid is just eating cat food, which, yeah, is gross. But are you literally going to faint and throw up? Like, you feed your cat that every day. Yeah, you also live in New York City. You have definitely seen a human shitting before. Right. Like, in front of you. <laughs> right. So, fuck in, off. Into a rat's mouth. Probably. Yeah, it's, it's, it's New York City in the 90s. It wasn't, like, a nice place all right. the time everywhere. Yeah. So, they freak the fuck out, and apparently this is devastating. Because, what was the... Who were these people? Are they just fashion people? Yeah, they're just nebulous fashion people, just to create, like... uh i don't know i i mean i guess it's to ultimately sell on the point of like how frivolous his life is right is the goal but yeah they're just miscellaneous fashion people yeah so that doesn't go well and he's like meme siku siku like you got to learn how to do this that and the other thing go sleep out on the porch which she probably wants to do and i'm gonna play with your poison dart gun and yeah tra- and tranquilize myself he shoots himself in the foot there's a lot of tim allen almost dying in this movie because <laughs> yeah, okay. like we don't know what the toxin level of that dart is apparently it can knock out a cat and knock out a human equally efficaciously yeah which is troubling in a lot of ways because yeah. really that cat either the human it shouldn't affect them at all because this is a dose necessary to knock out a cat or the cat should be dead yeah. yeah, because it has human doses. Also, why did Mimisiku bring a dart gun full of darts that have a dose necessary to knock out a grown man? Yeah, what was Mimisiku planning? No, that leads yeah. into the next scene where Mimisiku wakes up and hunts pigeons from the pigeon lady. Yeah, why is an old lady feeding pigeons in a right. nice like building? Right, but then he just is like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna kill this pigeon." He's definitely, like, borderline serial killer, like, ready to just come to New York and hunt people. Yeah, yeah. That was actually the the, the, the chief pulled him aside later, and he was like, I want you to hunt the dangerous game of man. <laughs> bring me the fire from the Statue of Liberty, or bring me a hundred New Yorker scalps. <laughs> well, he's well on his way by the end of this movie. Um, 
But no, yeah, he kills the pigeon. There's a, a shot later where he has the pigeon tied around his waist, so he guess he broke into this lady's apartment yeah. and stole the yeah, dead he pigeon. he climbed down, grabbed the pigeon. Yeah, that makes sense. She's dead. <laughs> this lady would have a scalp. heart attack from the arrow killing a pigeon on her balcony and then <laughs> it mysteriously disappearing. It's like they come later. back with Mimi Siku and he's got the pigeon tied to his belt and he's just washing blood off of his hands in the yeah, sink. He might as well. Be. And it's it's weird because he clearly knows how to wash his hands off in the sink and he's yeah. like very poised and then he goes back to looking like a jungle kid and you're like, oh shit, this is another entirely different movie. I get that there's a lot of like moments like oh my god how could you do something so stupid in new york like and he's like i've never been in a city he's way too confident at being alive in a city for someone who's never seen more than a remote village on the amazon yeah it would be very overwhelming the culture shock would be real absolutely they're just like "Eh, he's maybe he doesn't know how to walk around in traffic but other than that a-okay yeah well, it's a grid system, Matt. He could figure it out. <laughs> sure. It's no Boston. <laughs> Throw him in no there. Bo- no, if this took place in Boston, he the second he breaks out of the apartment, we'd never see him again. Right. He's That's lost. the end of the movie. But yeah, so they leave. So Tim Allen says like that he could just leave this kid home alone. And I, I feel like you've clearly learned that you can't do that. And then he does it anyway. Yeah. So he leaves the kid home with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spider gets out, traps Charlotte in the bathroom, and maybe Siku just leaves. Yep. He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Statue of Liberty today, which is like he gets to the Statue of Liberty really quickly oh, and yeah. like very competently, as we were just saying. Totally survives the city. Totally fine. Gets arrested mm-hmm. and calls Tim Allen out of work. Uh, and at this point in the time. I guess, like, CPS wasn't a thing at that time. Because Mimi Siku would be in Child Protective Services and Tim Allen would be in court. Right. And and I don't know what the extradition laws are for Patricia, but she might be extradited back to America. How, yeah. how did he call his dad? Does he even know his dad's last name? I You know, at the time, I guess he probably was just like Michael Cromwell and the cop was like, you mean the commodities trader? <laughs> yeah. And America's greatest entertainer, (laughs) Michael Cromwell. How many Michael Cromwells do you think exist in New York City in 1997? Like, it's a lot. I'm sure it's a lot. I gotta imagine there's more than one Michael Cromwell out there. It's gotta be. It's not like Mimi Siku knows what his job is. He can't be like, oh, Michael Cromwell, the commodities trader. Well, he does, because they went to the office and he fought the tribesmen. Also, how does he even know to call? They don't have phones on the island. Let's not examine. There's so much. There's so... Okay, we'll just skip that. But then immediately, this kid, I guess it's feeding into the pre-9-11-ness of the movie. This kid scales the Statue of Liberty, gets a helicopter called, and then five minutes later, they're just walking around, and Tim Allen's just mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it was just like, oh, that rascal, he climbed yeah. the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> And then the kid does the most reckless thing in the whole movie, sprinting through New York traffic. Oh, yeah. That's where he should have died. And Tim Allen somehow also sprints through? Yeah, he sprints through traffic. Uh, he does get bit by a piranha, which is weird. Because <laughs> where did that even come from? But, yeah, they both sprint through traffic. Mimi Siku. I mean, it's like a very fast res- Like He says some mean shit to Mimi Siku. Chases him for like a minute, and then he's like, "Never mind, I'm sorry." The today thing comes up again, where it's like you or tomorrow. It's like you always say tomorrow, 
and he's like trying to embellish it that he doesn't really know what it means but clearly he understands what it means if he keeps saying tomorrow and, and he he's getting mad it, that right. it's not <laughs> happening the following day like yeah. in a if in the world that patricia described tim allen's got the easiest job as a dad just like tomorrow and the kid's like i have no idea what that means yeah. Just stays. I've heard that word before, but <laughs> I don't know what it means. Right. So, so I guess I'll just listen to you. Right. <laughs> so just for reference, so this is where they go to the fish market. Oh, yeah. This is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I... Martin Short and Tim Allen are clearly brain damaged in this movie. Because yeah. this is just the stupidest fucking plan in the world. They meet these Russian guys and the movie gets real racist against Russian guys. Also. Right now. They're caviar traders. The Russian guy. <laughs> is Jumba? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I immediately looked it up. Too. I didn't even look it up. I paused the movie and I was like, I know this voice. Yeah. You're going to think of this. And I was like, fucking Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, it's Jumba. Yeah. It, the Russian guy is Jumba. Uh, so yeah, his very, voice is very distinctive. Literally like, exactly yeah. the same. Like I would have thought like he was putting on that accent for Lilo and Stitch. But like, is that the only accent this guy can do? Yeah, that guy is uh, actually from Texas too. <laughs> so we think it's not his natural accent at all. That's just the one that he learned. And he was like, I'm yeah. just going to ride this train until I have to get off. Clearly he's doing better than we are probably because he got jungle to jungle. With and America's favorite entertainer and Lilo and Stitch. And the sequel to Lilo and Stitch, Jumba to Jumba. Let's just wrap this but, one up. Martin Short's a fucking idiot. Yeah, Tim Allen so leaves to his own devices for like five seconds. Right. And the central antagonist is introduced at 59 minutes. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm now realizing Martin Short is like the genesis of all these problems. He's like, you didn't say confirm. How could I sell this coffee for $5 million profits if you don't say confirm? And then when it's on my back, yeah, I'll just make a deal with the Russians. That's how we'll cut our losses. Yeah, he's such a bad dude. He's probably the worst person in this movie, if not for Charlotte, who is also a bad person. <laughs> and Patricia, who is also a bad person. And Tim Allen, who is admittedly self-aware, bad person. He has regrets. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> they get to the fish market and there's like an elaborate jo- I, is it a joke is it, they give him like a, a code to get into the apartment above the fish market yeah it, i mean it's clearly a bit right but right. it lasts for like um seven seconds or it's not that long but it's like very they put a lot of emphasis like oh this is how you have to knock on the door right and it's like i've lost fingers for it before and then they just throw it away they're like yeah, yeah not he deal. gets through it no problem it would have been an amazing payoff if you just hear a loud bang and then martin short turns around he's got a bullet hole in his head yeah and then <laughs> yeah. the movie takes a dark dark turn <laughs> Tim yes, i think hostage. they should have gone full like lethal lethality and it's literally mimi siku and tim allen hunt and kill these men at the end of the movie as opposed to a bunch of like hijinks they're literally murder them all but and they literally basically... just take down the russian mob and then that's the scalps that he brings back to his chief to prove that he's a man it basically exactly. is like one pg rating away like PG, it's pg probably it could have been pg 13 and could have turned into that because the final scene like mimi siku is like Putting a sleeper hold on a guy to the point where he passes out from not getting oxygen mm-hmm. to his brain. That's not good. Like, poison dart guns some people. That's not yeah. good. Six of venomous spider on people. Like, they could have just leaned in. That's true. Yeah. I think 
uh, Jungle Wick is a great reboot for this movie. Because they kill his pet spider. That's how the whole thing starts. <laughs> they kill his pet spider, and then he goes on a massive rampage. I love for it. For revenge. It's I way better. I love it. Oh my god, somebody call College Humor. We got it. <laughs> this is a deep cut. <laughs> for the four people who still watch College Humor and listen to everything around the sucks. <laughs> okay, so uh, Martin Short makes this deal behind Tim Allen's back. Uh... Tim Allen walks back home with Mimi Siku. There is just a crowd of people dancing in public to music. And we just have this musical interlude with apparently like the cast of black or white, right? It's just all this ethnically diverse crowd. There's like a rabbi. There's literally a rabbi dancing in the crowd. There's a guy in a Kangol hat playing (laughs) pans. He's just got like kitchenware strapped to his, his chest. And I was like, this is the 90s. What what Instagram account are you are you logging into right now, Carl? Our everything you remember sucks. Oh okay. Now's the time to do it. We have well, I was just thinking about it because Kaylee posted and I was gonna repost it on our Instagram, but I wasn't sure when she had posted it. Yeah. Hey, Kaylee. Yeah, but it could wait. No, I literally thought of it, and I knew if I didn't do it right now, I'd forget. She she posted a go subscribe thing. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I looked at it earlier when I was on Instagram before the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, I for I okay. You guys all suck. Not as much as this movie. Why do they leave? Why does Tim Allen leave Martin Short? I don't know. Well, I, he just he has to go. He <laughs> has to go because he couldn't be in Martin Short's present for one more moment. Yeah, me neither. Goddamn. It's because he's, he's burning the candle at both ends. He's so busy with Mimi Siku. He's so busy with Charlotte. He can't be bothered with this mush- this is a Russian three-ended candle that he's burning. Yeah. yeah. And you know what they he, say about that. It, it, you can't burn the once, three-ended candle at all three ends or else it'll meet in the middle and split an atom and kill everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the three-ended candle gets the worm, <laughs> as yep. they say. Bomb. <laughs> The worm bomb. Yeah. The worm bomb. Yeah. Uh, so they ditch Mimi Siku at this point in time because Tim Allen wants to have sex with Charlotte. Uh, yeah, wait. Hold on. He's been with this kid for like two and a half days. Maybe. And he's like, I just need some goddamn peace and quiet. Has it even been two days or was it one sleep? It was one sleep, wasn't it? One sleep, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> the tribe has no concept of tomorrow. They only speak in sleeps. <laughs> One sleep. Yeah, they have yesterdays, but no tomorrow. Yeah, no tomorrows. Yeah. It's only sleeps. Before this How last many sleep. Away? Yeah. So yeah, they had one sleep, maybe a sleep in first class. Who knows? When he peed it's all over probably... the airplane door. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely a few sleeps, but which he didn't even get up. Like, what was that? Okay, there was nothing else on the plane at that point. Like, the only thing that they said when they were on the plane was like, "Excuse me, sir." The kid that you're with is peeing on the door, and he was like, thanks. And that was literally <laughs> the only scene that happened on the plane. Like, he didn't go. Pre-9-11. All I'm saying is that plane turns around nowadays. It's just like, why didn't they... They could have then followed up with, like, a scene with him talking to Mimi about it. I don't know. No, he it pees went on a bush later. Yeah, yeah. But, like, why put... Uh, we get it. He doesn't know where to pee because he didn't have fucking toilets. They would still have some sort of, like... A place. Designated, designated right. Yeah. Like a yeah. hole yeah. in the ground somewhere. Exactly. Like, yeah. They're not just like, 
they have buildings. Like, he's not going to go to a corner of a building and pee. Right. So presumably this flying building. Also, why is this movie not all about Mimi Siku freaking out about planes? Like, right. he gets yeah. planes, apparently. Right. Well, he gets... Didn't teach him about bathrooms, but I did teach him about aviation. <laughs> right. Avid aviation fan. Yeah. Oh, where are we? Oh, yeah. He pawns Mimi Siku off on the most responsible person in the movie. Martin, Martin Short. Yeah. Well, really, Martin Short's wife. Yeah, Martin Short's family's so white. Just like, so, I they're just the whitest people around. Okay, they're so white, but also, considering it's 1997. They have an aquarium, the you mom, can't argue this. No, 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 the mom was very, um, trying, she was trying so hard to be accommodating and understanding of the cultural difference. Like, she's literally the only one in this entire movie that even made some smidge of effort to understand that, like, Oh, it's a cultural difference. Like, oh yeah, yeah he very true. he cooked these four fish that were worth tens of thousands of dollars. But like, what can we expect when he's from a fucking desert island somewhere? Yeah. And like, literally, no one else in the movie is like this. So she's the only sane one. Yeah, she's the only good person. Karen has a mad case of jungle fever, as it turns out, because well, she's into it. She's into it right away. It's easy to have jungle fever. When you're a white person, and then the person you're having jungle fever for is also white. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, no, she has more literal jungle fever. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a boy from the jungle. Well, they did also say that he does well with the ladies on his island as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I mean, it, the guy can... This mo- Patricia is irresponsible. There would not yeah. be readily accessible like testing her antibiotics. She's like, he's very successful and also has gonorrhea at 12 I, years hey, old. Hey, Tim Allen, your son... He fucks. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's actually like 99% of the parents in this movie are just like, our kids just want to get down. They just want to fuck. Just, yeah. just let it happen. Just let them fuck? Just let it, I don't want to get just in the way of this. Yeah. Mimi Siku clearly knows about condoms and safe sex, so we could trust him. Yeah. No, he just goes and he jizzes in the corner of the room. Because <laughs> he's a fucking animal, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> And now beers in my nose and it's tingling. <laughs> oh, maybe see you now in the corner again. Oh, we have tissues for that. Tim Allen slams the tissues down. <laughs> Get it together, one. Mimi. I'm not going to teach my you. My jungle that. has rules, damn it. I'm not going to teach you anything else about society, just that you need to come into this fucking tissue, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Use some Vaseline, Mimi Seeker. You're a chafe. Don't be an animal. <laughs> Animal. Was that the tagline of the smoothie? <laughs> jungle to jungle. Don't be an animal. Yeah. Uh, so we get some fun scenes with Mimi Siku. He catches a bunch of fish. See, that's the thing. And then he genuinely tries to make up for it. He's like, I caught you some fish. And he, the whole time he's like, I don't really know what I did wrong. Yeah, yeah and Martin like, Short's such a fish. fucking dick about it, too. Oh, you think this is going to make me feel better? Like, bro, he's a 13-year-old kid who did his best and did the thing that he thought was really nice. And, like, that's so thoughtful. Like, if somebody killed my dog and then brought me another dog, I'd be like, well, one, I'd be really sad. But, two, I'd be like, thank you so much for the thought. Like, that's really sweet of you. Colleen, I, I'm very skeptical <clears throat> yeah, no, I would, that you would be totally – if they killed and ate your dog. <laughs> I would murder And them. saved you some to eat. I would, yeah, and, and worse yet, the dog was apparently well-prepared. I would absolutely murder whoever touched. I would John Wick fully on right. them. Except it's a 13-year-old boy. 
But if it was a 13-year-old boy who isn't a sociopath, right? Like, there's a difference. Like, if my next-door neighbor's 13-year-old boy came over and killed my dog and ate it and tried to feed me it, like, that's another thing. But if it's somebody from that doesn't understand it and was like, oh, no, I thought you were hungry, like, I can't be that mad. So I, I don't think I'd murder them, but I would weep for weeks, months, years. Yeah. I mean, it's also dogs. They're not fish. Fish yeah, fish are the worst pet, let's be... I mean, maybe... I'm sorry, if you have an emotional connection with a fish, I just think you're wrong. Well... I just think that maybe you're projecting. I don't think he had an emotional connection. I think he was mad because they cost a lot of money, and that's what white boys get when they spend too much money on stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. His whole... Mo- the whole movie, like, his motivation is that he's stressed out about money. He's like, oh man, I got a mortgage, I got a house, I got kids, yeah, I got $10,000 fish. fucking $1,000 yeah. on fish. Eat a dick, Martin Short. Just work on your priorities. Yeah, like, what did you think would happen when you bought a $10,000 fish? Like, you're a dumb fuck. I bet he did not expect an Amazonian white kid to come and eat the fish. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. I don't know. That's what you get for burning the three-handed candle. Exactly. Not the worm. That's what they say. That's what you get for burning the three-handed candle. Oh, three-end my candle once. Shame on you. (laughs) Three and my candle thrice. Shame on the Amazon. <laughs> on the Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. As they say. Uh, oh, what an amazing sequel idea. He's vengeful for what happened to all his prized possessions. So then he is one of the conglomerates tearing down the Amazon rainforest. Exactly. Him and Jumba ta- team up yep. to destroy the Amazon rainforest. Right. Jumba hates spiders. Martin Short hates Mimi Siku. Right. So Martin Short plays Jumba. Jumba's like, let's destroy all the spiders. And Martin Short's like, yes, I'm on that team. But then later on in the movie, Jumba's like, you never cared about the spiders. And he's like, yeah, you're right. It was personal. And then he kills Jumba oh. and goes after Mimi Siku. I don't know. I feel like this could be a subplot in the sequel to the John Wick of Mimi Siko with his tarantula. Or maybe, no, no, no. Maybe the first movie is Martin Short. The first John Wick would be Martin Short getting revenge on his fish by killing his tarantula (laughs) or whatever. They never actually say what kind of spider it is, which is probably for the best. Oh, um, Tim Allen's playing with some blow dart. Karen says that she was making moves on Mar- uh, Mimi Siku. Uh-huh. She's like, he wasn't making moves on me. I was making moves on him. And it's, it's funny. Yep. It's, it's, it's a solid bit. It's a joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mar- uh, let's see. Tim Allen, yeah, does shoot his cat with a blow gun. That's when that happens. Also, can um, we just talk about this scene for a hot second? So, literally, cats are known for sleeping. Like, it's called a cat nap. And when he accidentally blow darts the cat, instead of curling the cat up into a little ball and putting it in a cat bed he pretends that it's that it's not asleep and tries to wake it up and like flops it around and like does all this weird stuff with it and you're like dude literally just put it in a bed or on the couch and be like oh look he's asleep i think the competent end to that scene would have been him punting the cat out of the apartment (laughs) that would have been the best way to execute it and they would be like where's fluffy i don't know i haven't seen him in a while must be must be napping somewhere yeah, and then later on, you see the cat waking up in a tree, and you're like, oh, "I see the cat's fine." Yeah. fine. that would have been a better, a better resolution to that whole. I just, I really hated it. They like, play... just like put him on the couch and be like, "Oh, look, we're cuddling. He loves me so much." Tim Allen is not like 
a good physical like slapstick kind of comedian i don't think but they put so many situations where that the piranhas the cat bit like him on the roof like this whole movie is him being in like these jokey situations and it's just not funny it doesn't work at all (laughs) yeah how many what do you mean he's america's favorite entertainer Oh, we're almost done. Uh, let's see. So the they trick the Russians, or they don't trick the Russians. They convince the Russians to sell them back the coffee beans. But then the coffee beans skyrocket in price, so the Russians think they fucked us. The Russians are going to come and kill Martin Short's family. Yeah. They tell Tim Allen that. Um, Tim Allen comes back with Mimi Siku to save Martin Short's family. Uh, the fight seems, like, relatively competently done. I suppose. I, I guess in some for, ways, yeah. It, it, for for a nineties like slapstick, the spider factors into it a lot. Yeah. Um, Mimi Siku does uh, choke that man to death. Uh, yeah. And that yeah, he chokes him to death. Then he takes a little bit of his blood and rums it underneath his eyes, yeah. like war paint, and then kills the rest of them. Well, then he uh, grabs the scalp too to bring back to the chief. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a long scene where they just scalp him they, they don't... directly. Oh God, I'm so. This was the this weirdest movie. Tarantino movie I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, I'm for saying. sure. I want my scalps. <laughs> they send Mimi Siku in. Look, at, listen of, here, Mimi Siku. Instead of the bear dead, a hundred American scalps, and I want my scalps. Man, that would be an amazing scene. We're just coming down the tunnel, and you hear like clap, clap, and it's just the uh, tarantula we, shell. Can and we then, watch that movie? I love that movie. That was a good movie. Oh, it's very. I'm like this movie. Um, um, wait a second. There, technically, did Martin Shore or Tim Allen do anything technically wrong here? Like they had a buyer. He forged the signatures. Oh, Martin Shore. Oh is yeah, a terrible Martin person. Short forged the signatures. He also speculated on the stocks. Yeah, which is illegal. Um, because he said like, oh, it definitely won't go below seventy five, uh, which okay. as a trader is yeah illegal. But couldn't uh, I feel like they should still you know call the cops on the Russian mob that came to try and murder. But he can't because he did those two, he did those two illegal things. So then the so the okay so yeah. basically the, so like he could die and his whole family could die or he could go to jail and like clearly he's going to risk his family's life. You, you just took down the Russian mob thanks to some John. Yeah, Wickian. make like a but make like a they deal. They didn't. The guy's afraid of spy. He's just going to come back and kill him later. Yeah, yeah. they're like get that spider away from me. They get in the car and drive away. They could just hide at the end of the driveway and be like, okay, once Tim Allen leaves, we're going to straight up take his finger, like I promised. Yep. Yeah, yeah. they definitely, Oops. I mean, the se- that's why the sequel never happened, right? Is because they came back dead. and they murdered them all. Well, no. Yeah. We know that doesn't happen because of the amazing last scene. What's the last scene? Okay, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, so Mimi Siku leaves... Mimi Siku, they go to the airport. He's still armed to the teeth. And he flies home. And then Tim Allen reveals that he got him a phone. And now Mimi Siku knows how phones work. Oh, and a lighter. And a lighter. The Statue of Liberty. So Mimi Siku's not a fucking failure. Yeah. Yeah. Good looking out. And Mimi Siku can kill the chief with fire and become the chief himself. Mm -hmm. I I assume is the goal of that. Uh, Yeah, I would assume as well. Yeah. Yeah. So then. Tim Allen's living his day-to-day life, and he hates it now. And then he he can he can kill a fly with a blowgun. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. With, with, the blow with gun no practice movie. whatsoever. There are so many weird fucking scenes in this like lead up to him killing 
the fly with the blow yeah. gun, where the boss is like, oh my god, great job on that trade. And he's like, I love money. And makes the weirdest fucking face. Yeah, and, his, god, his boss is edging. Yeah. With the thought of money right. and how he's going to fire Tim Allen. And Tim Allen assaults him right. with a deadly weapon on the floor of the stock right. market. Right, they go to the stock leaves. exchange because he's like, I just need to be as close as fucking possible to this money. I'm almost yeah. there. I'm almost there. And then Tim Allen hits him with a blowgun. Not even thinking. Like, the fly isn't in flight. And Tim Allen's like, I'm going to take it out. It's on his boss's back. And no thought, he shoots this poisonous dart into his boss. No, yeah, he does it on purpose. Right. He wants to take out his boss. He knows what he's doing. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna murder this man. I'm up the yeah. dosage. Yeah, I'm up the dosage. And then he flees the country like a guilty man. Right. And he shows up in the jungle. He flees the country. <laughs> he flees the country. Uh, and then Martin Short's family comes to the jungle. Uh, and Karen jumps out of the boat because she's so horny for Mimisiku. Still no prize. Yeah, exactly. that's the crazy thing is that's the moment where they reintroduce the piranhas and Karen is brutally consumed by piranhas. And then they just hard cut on the end of the movie. And I was like, damn, it's a pretty hard way to end. But yeah, Karen dies. Telling you the uh, dangers of the jungle. Yeah, and, and Mimi Siku seems into it, which is also weird. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot of implications. Yeah, there. you can see the erection is loincloth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A 13-year-old boy uh, in a loincloth is just... Yeah, it's a recipe for a disaster. Speaking of recipes, he brings him a bunch of pots and pans, and then uh, he intonates that Tim Allen's gonna hook up with Patricia, the worst mob in the world. Yeah. Oh yeah, we didn't yeah. even explain that pots are apparently like a simple like yeah. It's like I'm gonna <laughs> no. fuck you so hard you're gonna need this pot later. What? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What, what, what will I need the pot for? It's not important, baby. <laughs> You'll find out. You'll find out. This is all clad. It's the best oh, of the God. best. <laughs> you're, about, you're about to be all clad in my jizz. <laughs> then Mamie Seiko steps in. He's like, excuse me, I think you need this tissue. Yeah, because he's in a... He's, in a, he's, he's, civil, he's civilized. He's civilized now, yeah. He's civilized, yeah. So they all flee to the jungle. That's the end of the movie. It ends with a Tim Allen shrug. On a freeze frame. Yeah. Freeze frame is like, oh, what am I supposed to do? I brought my my son a bunch of things that he could use to fuck all the women in this village. A materialistic guy from New York could not just give it all up yep. to go live. And where where is this going with with Karen and no, they the broke short up. family? No oh, with Karen. I thought you meant Charlotte. No 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 no. Like where is that going? He brought Charlotte or not Charlotte. God damn it. He brought Karen and the, and her parents and stuff. For what? For Mimi Siku to just fuck her and then for them to be like, all right, well, we have to get back to real life because, like, we're all in school. We have lives. And Tim Allen knows to be a good dad, you have to let your kid get it in. So he's like, I brought yeah. you. I, I brought you. That's your, being a dad 101, Colleen. He's brought like, your well, main according bitch. to your society, you're a man now. So go fuck this girl. Right. Well, see, now that's troubling, though, because he's a man in their society, but Karen is not necessarily a woman. She's not. In their society. So maybe she has to do some sort of ritual of some sort. I guess that'll be in the sequel. Yep. Jungle 3, Jungle 2. <laughs> jungle to Jungle 3. Two Jungle, Two Furious. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. 
Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Juggle to Juggle presents Mibi Siku and Karen. <laughs> Still starring uh, Jason Statham in The Rock. It's weird. Yeah, the 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 Rock will be Mibi Siku. Yep. And Jason, Jason Statham. Statham will be Karen. I love it. I love yeah. it. Oh boy, this is yeah. We didn't even talk about it. Had you guys seen this movie before this? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had. I definitely yeah. had seen it. I owned this on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely watched this movie before. Which is incredible because it's so bad. It's like really bad. Like what did our parents... I Sometimes I just want to like when we do this podcast, I just want to call my parents and apologize. It was just all or about filling. get mad at them. It was their choice. They right. chose what you saw. It was just all about, like, just constantly shoving content down. Just like kids with iPads now. Well, they had to just shut me up, you know? Yeah, it's a desperate attempt. It's like free babysitting. It's like, watch Tim Allen be a buffoon. That's his name in the movie, right? Baboon? Baboon. Yeah. Just watch him be a goddamn idiot for an hour and 46 minutes. Yeah. It'll feel like an eternity has passed. It does. It's such a long movie. I just rewatched Endgame and it was shorter. Dude, it's so joyless. I'm sure of it. It's... But to be fair, okay, I know we like to compare the things that we watched to the last things that we watched, but like, I actually was awake the whole time for this movie, even though I was really sleepy and I didn't want to be. I was. Whereas with 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 Wild West, Wild Wild West, I fell asleep and I couldn't keep up with the plot. Like at least this one was easy to follow. It's a kids' movie. Also, Stella is Wild Wild West not a kids' movie? No, it's a sci-fi. Wild Wild West is an adult film. Oh, it was supposed to be for adults. You fell asleep. Do you think in kids' movies you just get? I mean, Will Smith and Good Guy Gordon have sex in them. Right, Right, I forgot. And you get a shot of Selma Hayek's ass, and you're like the wholesome kids' movie. I wouldn't say it was a wholesome kids movie, but it was really intended for adults. But it was so bad. What's stellar praise to be like, Colleen didn't fall asleep. It's like your your two thumbs up. It's like your eper. Yeah. Like. Well, okay, okay. So this is a kids movie, clearly, mm-hmm. and it was pretty terrible. But like, Wild Wild West was an adult movie, and it was okay. ten times Where are you worse. Going with this? Okay. So you're saying... Like, I'd rather watch Jungle to Jungle. If you're a kid's movie... It's okay to be bad, because you're entertaining people whose brains haven't fully wait, formed. You, wait, I'm just processing this. You'd rather watch Jungle to Jungle than Wild Wild West? Probably not, but like... Yeah, I don't know, because I think there's more to say. Like, if you're in a group of people, yeah. you could watch Wild Wild West, and that would be like... A fun, yeah, funny thing. Like to do. I, like I, by myself. Like if I was forced. Like if the only two that I was by myself in the only two movies. You know, I still might pick Wild Wild West. I would, but I would break I the would TV, turn the TV off. Yeah, but I, I would. It's about, more for the like laughing at it aspect because it's so bad. Yeah, I'd rather have yeah. my goddamn thoughts to myself than subject myself to. <laughs> also, what movies. jigsaw theater are you in? <laughs> where it's like, do you want to play a game? Do you want to watch a movie? Oh, this isn't so bad. Oh, fuck. The only two movies he has are Jungle to Jungle and Wild Wild West. And you gouge your own eyes out instead of watching them. At least you got popcorn. It's only the half popped popcorn. This is the half popped popcorn of movies. Actually, I kind of like that. I like the unpopped. Yeah, the the unpopped. It's unpopped popcorn. (laughs) Unpopped popcorn, no butter. No butter? Can't even see. No, too much butter. Yeah. 
well, no, drowning in butter. It's just like a. It's like they had to put it in a bowl because there's so much butter. Like a soup. <laughs> it's a butter and popcorn kernel soup. Mm, just like Grammy had to make. But cold because you can't get it too hot. Otherwise, they might pop. Yeah, it's more of a gazpacho. <laughs> It's room temperature. We have to clarify the butter, yes, yep. because otherwise it would have melted. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So we finished the movie. What did we do last week? Legends of the Hidden Legends Temple. Of Legends of the Hidden Temple. How many Legends of the Hidden Temple would you give this movie? So the problem is when you divide matter too small, you risk causing causing a sort of nuclear explosion so we're we're dwelling in that territory right now (laughs) a sort of fission reaction which because i crack the nucleus of jungle to jungle and it blows up the entire cotton i love legends of the hidden temple like i really enjoyed watching it last week i love talking about it i would watch more episodes right now yeah this movie was falling so far from watching that that yeah, I'm scared to even give it a fragment of legends because then who knows what might happen to this this dimension. But because I Be I like to yeah I like to live on the wild side. Maybe like the wild wild side. One water shoe floating in the moat of dead bodies. Okay out of yeah keep in mind this was a prize right on legends of the Hidden that's why we were watching this right. movie that's why i said it was your fault yeah so, like some kid lost legends of the hidden temple and their consolation prize was jungle to jungle bummer so that would give me motivation to go back and themselves. win yeah. yeah it's like it's like the i feel like we talk about it a lot what's the movie i'm talking about the ring yeah it's like that you see this yeah. movie and then you fly the amazon and impale yourself on a big stick and there's like 18 silver monkeys there, just all stacked up. No? Yeah, it's a bad movie. Yeah, like, it's a bad movie. Like a tenth of a, a Legends episode. All right, I think I would give it a quarter of a Legends episode. <clears throat> a quarter of a Legends episode. Like, see how much better that sounds? Does it sound better? Yeah, you could hear it, it does. Here. It's very crisp. Hello. Do I sound sexy now? No. You're a little <laughs> bitch. Go fuck yourself. Well, it's, it's all getting real close for this one. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah. how many legends do you give it a new? Are we are we gonna kiss? Or <laughs> no? <laughs> Little butterfly kisses. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know people have been shipping this since the podcast started, so Okay, okay. Um I'm gonna give it I, I would say the so it's, it's rough time is one forty Legends episodes, what, like 20 minutes? Yeah, maybe. It's like a tight, so I would, like a tight 16. <laughs> I would easily watch five Legends episodes before watching this movie once. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, what is that, point two, point two of a Legends episode. Yeah, that That's seems fair. fair. Yeah. God damn. Uh, I wish I was a movie executive in the 90s because it was apparently so easy. Yeah, right? You could just say anything. Right. Do anything. Uh, well, it was quite the film, guys. I think what we can be proud of here is that we made this episode less than the runtime of the movie itself. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't as obviously offensively bad as 
Wild Wild West, yeah. which is almost kind of a bummer because there's less to make fun of in this movie. Yeah, I really thought there was good. just going to be like so much material, but really it was just so dry and stale and and just not satisfying. You're yeah. just like, oh, I guess we got to talk about this this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was truly just a, an unpleasant experience. So in in one case, the everything we remember did in fact suck. If anyone who follows the show actually watches or does like what we've done, this is probably the first one where just wholeheartedly I'm just like, just save the time. Yeah. Just Just don't do it. You got it all. Like watch an episode of Barney that's like what, fifteen minutes of your life? Hidden Legend of the Hidden Temple, pretty good. You could probably watch that for like a solid two hours and still be entertained, but don't waste the hour and 40 minutes on this movie. Yeah. I think there's a very competent Wild Wild West drinking game you can make. Ooh. I don't know if you could turn this movie into a drinking game. I think you could, but it would just get depressing. Like, Wild Wild <laughs> yeah. West would be funny, oh, and you'd laugh. A sort of sad drinking game. <laughs> yeah. You oh, don't so at the end of it, you go home and you beat your kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the game of life. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Join us next time. It's going to be smashing. <laughs>